Rubio! Oh my god! Rubio! Your baby's Hello. name is Rubio! <laughs> oh no! I didn't realize that. <laughs> Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Alright guys, and we're back. We are back here in the Lions of Liberty studios. At least two out of three of us are, and we're not going to waste any time getting into things today, because... Well, we just watched a two-and-a-half-hour Democratic debate, so we've already kind of wasted a lot of time. But this is sort of another edition of Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. It is our Democratic debate reaction show. And as usual, to my left, I have sitting with me in studio, what an honor, once again, Mr. Brian McWilliams. That's Dr. Brian McWilliams. Want to give everyone a short resume in case it's their first time tuning into the show? What have you, what have you done here? Why well, should we I, even be listening to you? I have several uh, forged doctorates, if you okay. might have noticed from my Dr. Moniker. Uh, otherwise, I write for uh, the website. You might have read my RAND commentaries here, there, and everywhere. I write occasional articles now and then when I've got the time. Well, you actually write it weekly, actually. Yeah, I Did do you know write that? it weekly. That's a fact. Every I, Tuesday, lines. I got to keep. Rand, I got to keep pace. Pluses and minuses. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And I'm here back again to dissect this debate with you. Uh, by the way, since this is an L I L D L, let me tell you what I'm drinking. It's become my customary beverage. It's a little something called Old Smuggler. And because you left it in my house a month or so ago, it's I'm drinking it too. All right, so, cheers to Old Smuggler. Cool. Cheers. And uh, we are joining. We have so this is actually a good crew here. Let's let's bring bring in Odie first. So uh, from Pittsburgh, we got John Odermatt. What's happening, Brosifs? Hey man, what's up, <laughs> Brosif? That's the one that we got to bring. Is there a sister version? Sistifs? A Sistef infection? It's actually it's actually been a while since we heard from this guy because uh, he's kind of been a little busy lately. He uh, he actually has been recently crowned a new father. Is that what they do? They crown you? Is that how it works? Yeah, there was no crown involved. No but, crown. Uh, you, okay. You well, there was a crown involved. Well, the involved, baby crowns. Was, yeah, the yeah. baby crowns unless you did a C-section. Yeah. Actually, it was a C-section, so no crowning whatsoever. That's better all the way around. Right. I was born via C-section. I was actually literally crapping at the time. It was like somebody kicked the stall door, and I was like, hello, there's somebody in here. Wow. All right. Just like That's Hillary amazing. Clinton. Just like Hillary Clinton with the Chinese. Busting uh, door down. Maybe you guys will all get that joke later, but I doubt it. You got to read the um, li- you got to read the live blog of the, the uh, debate. Yes. If you watch the Democratic debate and read the live blog at lionsofliberty.com, which will live forever <laughs> in infamy as long as long as the internet exists, as long as lionsofliberty.com exists, which will I guess be for eternity. I don't know. Yeah, fortunately or unfortunately. As long as we keep pay- as long as we keep paying for the renewal fees for the domain. Oh yeah, if we if we can raise the the uh, six ninety nine a year, that is or whatever it is. Maybe it's twelve bucks, eighteen bucks. I don't know. Uh, Odie, what are you drinking over there today, this evening? So I'm drinking a. Uh, uh, well, it's actually pretty late here on the East Coast, so well, I, I mean, it's you. Know, you don't care what time it is. You're listening. Uh, on trying a, to get a little sympathy from the crowd here for for staying in, and while guilting us at the same time. I see. But <laughs> I'm actually I just had some old birthday cake. It was pretty terrible. I feel a little sick, but now I'm going to wash that down <laughs> with a little sweet water. But it's not the the 420. This time it's called a. Georgia Brown, so it's a uh, a brown ale. Sweet and, uh, water, Georgia Brown. Good. <laughs> Sounds great. So you gotta say it. That's, that's why I said it that way. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, I don't know about you guys. Actually, I do know about you guys. But I just watched a two and a half hour Democratic debate. Yeah, so it was a lie. We were happened. told they were cutting an hour out of the debate to make it shorter. That didn't happen. It was clearly longer than two hours. Agonizingly so at times. But uh, uh, still, I would say I was entertained. Well, 
Were you? Because I wasn't. I well, I was entertained. <laughs> well, you were like making tom yum soup half the time. So I, yeah, of course I was. you were entertained. I Is was that the part time. you're remembering being entertaining when you weren't actually watching? More than anything, I remember um, two things uh, really clearly. Number one is Martin O'Malley is definitely a robot. Okay. And number two, Bernie Sanders' accent is hilarious. All right. And this is shocking to me. This is will probably shock you as well, Odie. Um, Brian McWilliams here claims that he has never heard Bernie Sanders speak before until tonight. You speak? I haven't. That's not possible. I, I don't think that's possible. I, I was listening on the radio, and I was like, who the hell is talking? He's like, he's like... Human climate change. I was like, "Holy shit!" You don't. Have, you can't terrible. comment on anything uh, if you cannot pronounce the word "human" correctly. You can't comment on anything having to do with humans. It, 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 it's awful. I would if he's elected president. I'm leaving the country, and it has nothing to do with his policies. I just can't stand that accent. <laughs> well, look, I, as someone who um, grew up around a lot of New York Jews, because uh, my family are Jews from New York, so that, that's why um, I'm used to that accent. I've heard that accent many times. <laughs> How about a plan? So it wasn't as it's not a shock to my system. Plus, I've heard Bernie Sanders speak for years. I don't know how you, how Brian could have never. I heard only it. read. He, I read the uh, the excerpts, man. I don't read, seek out the excerpts. videos. All right, all right. So then uh, you're not a fan of the, the accent. I actually enjoy it. If I find it, it's something kind of refu- makes me feel like home again. Like I said, it's entertaining. I thought it was really. I thought it was funny. All right, only Odie will. But Odie will be moving. Where are you going to move if, if Bernie's elected? I'm going to move to Scandinavia. Are you going to stop being a lion of Scandinavia? Right. You can't afford Scandinavia. <laughs> Very expensive there. Heard some good things about it. You know, good health care and uh, fraternity leave and all that good stuff. <laughs> well, maybe we should institute all those policies. And you know Scandinavia is not a country, right? I just want to... I know. Of, I've been to... Uh, I'm going to move you've, around you've every... You've been where? Okay, you're good. I'm going to then go to Denmark. And then he's going to live a gypsy lifestyle. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Iceland? Is Iceland part of Scandinavia? Maybe, maybe no, not. No, Iceland's part of Iceland. Well, of course it's part of Iceland. <laughs> Is it also part of Scandinavia? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's technically part of Scandinavia or not. I don't know. Just, Should uh, we play a game how long Scandinavia is like Sweden and North and uh, Norway and... Uh, let's, let's look at this little map. Iceland is technically a part of Scandinavia, though it is quite a distance very from, far. From I'm shocked that it's counted. I mean, good... Yeah, this is ridiculous that it's even considered part this of it. This map is not to scale, by the way. Can't fit. And no one can see it at home. <laughs> Enjoy this episode of the Lions, Lions of Liberty drinking. All right, so did you, did you guys see it from the beginning? I know Brian didn't. He was, like, drinking or something and instead yeah. of watching the debate. I was work drinking. It's important. I started, I started listening at 9, but it said, uh, I thought it started at 8.30, so I thought I missed the first half, but right when I turned it on, Anderson Cooper said, and now we'll start the debate. Yeah, it but, didn't really, uh, there was, like, a the promo package ran at 9 to, like, tell us we're at a debate. And then they do go to talk about what the debate is for a while. Then they go to commercial. Then they come back. And they, then they introduce they everybody. Are. Then they go to commercial again. So by the time they really got the thing going, it was like almost 9 o'clock your time, 6 o'clock our time. Um, yeah. yeah, a bit of a format. I-, I feel robbed when they tell me the debate starts at 530 and I got to sit through a half hour of garbage just to get to the, the meat. The meat of this if you want, thing. If you want to call it that, yeah. The meat. <laughs> yeah, I do want to call it that. So, um, what? <laughs> I don't even know where to start with these guys. I mean, of course, they do the usual. All right, everybody, tell it, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. And Lincoln Chafee's first stop. He starts rattling, rattling off everything he's ever done. He's been a mayor, a senator, a governor. A Sith Lord, as I as I uh, yeah. opined well, on did the he, blog. Did he mention the fact? I know that you get called out on later, but did he when he was going through the litany? Did he like I was a senator, but I was also uh, I was 
first I was a Republican senator, then I was a Democratic senator when my poll numbers dropped and I decided to switch teams. Is that what happened? Is that why you switched? Oh, that's totally why I switched. Yeah, he, he was he was running as a Republican and then it was like, oh, everybody's kind of going Democrat. Well, he went to the he Senate swapped. as a Republican, right? Right. And he replaced then... his father in the Senate. I think his father died or something like that. And he was appointed to the Senate uh, to replace his father. And we should give Lincoln Chafee a minute because the, the mainstream media is probably just going to write him off. But um, I don't know. He's he's a, a guy. He's interesting. Yeah. Bumper he, sticker Chafin for Chafee. There you go. Chafin 2016. And, that, um, of course, could mean masturbating, but I'm some, not It can mean a lot of things. We can leave that. We didn't need to say it, but whatever. Um, you know, and Lincoln Chafee is actually, I did not know this until tonight. I knew he had voted against the Iraq war. He was the only, I believe, senator to vote against the Iraq war. Does that make sense? Does that sound right? I guess. I, I, it does not sound right to me, to be honest. Well, but... what other senator voted against it? We're talking about senators. Are we talking about the first Iraq war? Yeah. No, we're talking about 2000. You mean the first one. We're not talking about uh, we're not talking about the, the Gulf Desert War. Desert Storm. Or yeah, Desert, Desert yeah. Storm we're talking not about. Not the only congressman, but the only senator to vote against hmm, the Iraq War. I don't know. It still doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't well, sound right, but it could be right. It so. could be right. Who knows? It just sounds like it, almost impossible that that could be correct. I mean, I guess it was so much pressure after 9-11 and ba 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 but... He also did say, which I liked, that uh, he is for, in favor of reforming uh, Section 215 of the Patriot Act. Not, the, not the only senator to vote, the only Republican senator is what I meant. Oh, okay. What I meant that's, to, that's a little bit more to, to yeah, sensical. Okay. Well, yeah. Now he's a Democrat, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, there was, there was one Republican no vote against the Iraq authorization of, for the use of military force against Iraq resolution of 2002, and that was indeed Lincoln Chafee. Well, there you go. The more so he went against chafing. his party. I mean, maybe he was already planning the Democratic switch, and it was just like a, hey, I'm one of you guys move. I don't, I don't know how far ahead he planned that. but uh, Or maybe he's, he's – I mean, I've always – I actually do remember him being kind of against, against the war and pretty good on that from the beginning because he was one of the guys saying they showed us all this info, they brought us into these rooms, but he was kind of whistleblowing on it almost, like saying like they, they tried to brainwash us and propagandize us into voting for, to, for war against Iraq. So that's something cool about him. Yeah, he mentioned that a few different times. I was like, yeah, there were no WMDs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he was he was pretty adamant about that. Pretty fired up about it, actually. And Bernie Sanders was also very fired up about Iraq. He went off on that. Uh, that was basically everybody's safety line, almost, like to be against the Iraq war. Because at this point, it's so obvious. We all know. I mean, O'Malley was out there staring his death stare uh, as he basically held the whole night right. and uh, going on about how they, they lied about WMDs. And the only one who wasn't quite as fired up, and it's understandable since she voted for it, was Miss Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Hill Dog. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get back to more some of these other guys, the Chafees and Webbies of the world. But, you know, we, we can't avoid talking about Hill Dog because. I mean, I heard the pundits are already saying she won the debate. She's the leader in this thing. and I don't get that. I, I don't understand how they can say she won the debate. I, honestly, I of all the people in the debate, I like the best. And Mark won't agree. And I and I don't. I can't necessarily say. How do you say, know what I'll say? I don't. That's true. I don't. But I think of all the people that really uh, kind of stood out to me. And even though I don't agree with a lot of his stances, 
I liked Martin O'Malley. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't agree. <laughs> I know you don't yeah, agree. I, I, I don't you agree did either. Yeah, I, 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 he made. I thought he made a lot of good points. I don't agree with a lot of the banking stuff. I mean, look, I'm not going to agree with the majority of most of what these people say on stage. So you got to take this as with a, uh, a huge caveat. But I don't know. He came across pretty well to me. I, can't, I found myself agreeing with a lot of different points he was making. Like what? Name one. Name um, one Martin O'Malley point that you nodded your head and oh, said, "Oh God, that guy." I got to scroll that through our right. live blog oh, so to find it, man. We just. So, Martin O'Malley, O'Malley is the O'Malley. Rudy Giuliani of the Democrat yeah, Party. That when was it comes one. To... Was, was that one positive point you made? No. How did you say he's <laughs> that, the? If that's positive. We, we got some Let's problems see. here. Let's see. Oh, Who God. else? This is so difficult to come directly out. I'm I trying think you to... might want to rethink your O'Malley position. No, I'll never rethink it. <laughs> He's never. your man. He's your man for life. Bernie Sanders, I liked, I liked O'Malley. I thought, uh, I, I thought it, again, when I agree with, when I disagree said, with okay, most... here's another one. Martin O'Malley is locking down the robot vote in this debate. He is. All right. Another positive. <laughs> you big, I guess you're a big fan of the Look, robot Look, when vote. you disagree with everybody on stage, I'm trying to find things I agree with of these people to give them some sort of positive Here's feedback. one. I found. I finally dug up a, a, a oh, there you go. positive comment. That was what I thought Bernie Sanders said it. Yeah, here you go. O'Malley is 100% right. The Iraq War was one of the worst blunders in U.S. history. Is that not wrong? Gee, he's really edgy saying that in 2015, huh? Hey, yeah. look. Hillary Clinton <laughs> ain't saying it. out in front of that one. That was really, really bold of him. Really There's bold. more. Just, yeah, scroll through. Do you got really to highlight keep it. keep up my control, yeah, my control F search for keep O'Malley? Keep control F. Okay, this was good. I'll, I'm with you on this. Wowza. Um, this is me being Brian McWilliams. Wowza, O'Malley breaking out the John Q. Adams quotes about going monster hunting. Hashtag points. Yeah, there you go. He's talking about not, not, do your voice. not going I, all I over the place, uh, not hunting down enemies abroad. That's a great point. I like it. He was reading off a note card when he said that. He was Did staring in that? a one direction the whole time. He was, yeah, I don't. Well, he no, was probably he was, just he processing. Was looking, he kept looking down at that point. He 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 read that whole answer off a note card. Oh, do you do know that they they bring note cards and they use those, right? I know, but it's not normally <laughs> it's so like, obvious. It's like a pre-scripted line that he was waiting to pull out. Basically. Yeah, he was he was waiting to pull it out. He, he had that he had that quote uh, queued up for himself. Of course, they read. I mean, they take notes. Someone else is talking. I mean, you, you'll. I mean, Ron Paul will do that. I remember you'll see him taking notes, and then uh, you know he goes to have his rebuttal. Of course, he's got yeah. They'll, they'll jump down. What he's talking about, but yeah. Anyway, whatever. I I liked me some O'Malley uh, compared to the field. I also thought Sam, you know, Sanders. I liked as well on some of his points. I liked his foreign policy quite a bit. Um, yeah, he was pretty aggressive in, in saying. I don't. That what did you like about his foreign policy? Because to me, he was just like. Um, yeah, but hey, I voted for the, the Slovakia thing, and I wanted to bomb those guys when Clinton was for it. So to me, all I didn't hear anything principled. I just heard, no, see, I yeah, the Republican wars were bad. The Democrat wars, those are still he said, good. We can do this. He said he was okay with drone. He might not have said drone strikes, but he said he was okay with uh, Obama bombing Syria. Obama bomb. So Obama. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. A lot of the he, well, uh, a lot of the foreign policy points that I liked that he was saying. You know, it was, again, it was about. Non-interventionalist kind of foreign policy. Granted, he did have the, the, those couple points where he was supporting his his man against Obama, but he had a lot of points where he was saying, you know, foreign policy, stay at home, don't start wars, don't, uh, you know, he hit on Syria saying we shouldn't have been involved with Syria, which I liked a lot. So, Wait, didn't he say it was okay for Obama to bomb Syria? Yeah, he I'm said it was okay. Yeah, getting mixed messages here. Bomb, 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 bomb. I don't think so. I'm, I'm again. You I, were I, making Tom Yum soup at the time. I think. I may, like, maybe I was because I remember later on. I even, uh, I even was pretty good about it, saying you know, like he was hitting it on foreign policy. Anyway, 
What can I say? It's hard well, to it's hard to live blog and make Tom Yum soup. God, I need some more old smuggler. This Do is, it. Smuggle it out. Let's ask this question first. Quick quick poll. You know what? I'm just gonna sit here and I'm just gonna sit here quietly because I can't it's too it's too recent. I wanna hear Odie's question. The host is deferring. So who was uh who was the best on foreign policy? The most libertarian, um, the most uh, the best on protecting individual rights. Who out of the candidates was Yikes. the best? I don't even know how you quantify that, to be honest. Cause... Well, you don't quantify it; you just talk about it. Well, it's not it's not <laughs> Jim right. Webb. We know that. Yeah, I mean, I I have high hopes for Jim Webb on foreign policy, and he's not terrible, but he's not. He surprised me. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know before that he was against the Iran nuke deal. Well, he's he secretary of the Navy. Some... He's a he's a military man. Right. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that you're necessarily all for aggressive foreign policy, as we saw with Ron Paul. A lot of military personnel supported Ron Paul because he was so anti-interventionalist when it comes to foreign policy. Interventionalist. That's like a George Bush interpretation of a real word. Word. Interventionalist. It's That's inter- a word. Interventionist. Inter- interventionalist. You added an ul. An ul. Like Look, I've been drinking since five thirty. It is currently nine p.m. Why do you always have to let them behind the curtain and tell everyone what time it is? <laughs> we could. This could be any time. This this show is recorded yeah, in, in between just, space. We're time. drinking at six a.m. here, folks. All recording right. this <laughs> podcast. Speaking with Smite. they know we're doing it after the debate. How is there any hey, confusion? They don't know. They don't know place. anything. We don't tell them. Um, <laughs> how long after? Uh, speaking of space and time, Einstein. <laughs> so on stage, we All figured right. this out during the debate. We got Bernie Sanders, who is clearly uh, what's his name? Help me out here, Doc Back, Brown. Doc Brown, Back to the oh, Future. Yeah. And then next to him, or a couple couple doors down, or he was right next to him, wasn't he? It's yeah. uh, Jim Webb. Jim Webb. Jim Biff Webb, who is a spitting <laughs> image, spitting image of Biff. So we are slowly, seemingly building a Back to the Future movie. We had a we had a, one of our followers on uh, on Twitter tweet yeah, us a great, give a, shout a great, out, yeah, give him a, give a shout. I don't know why, it might take me a while to find it though, since we yeah, we've got a lot of retweets, was, a lot of action. I was action impressed tonight. with his quickness on on tweeting us a Biff and Jim Webb side by side comparison. I guess it had to already be out there, right? I mean, it's not something that I don't know. Put Pe- together that if he put that together that quickly, that's damn impressive. People are vastly more talented than we are when it comes yeah, to. It's put anything together, easy, yeah. especially on the interwebs. Probably pretty easy. Yeah. yeah, this is way down here. I've been scrolling down Twitter. There, there it is. is, Mo Diggity, our man, Mo Diggity. So hopefully, you not just follow us; you actually are listening to the show because you're getting called out now. <laughs> I don't know if he found this because it came pretty quick when you mentioned Biff, but he sent us this Photoshop that we will uh, we will try to post. Well, it's like when uh, Fred Thompson looked like uh, it's gone. What's his name? Zigo. Me, me. Zico the Destroyer or something like that from Ghostbusters 2. He was like the exact Oh, he image. was. No, he was He was him, wasn't he? Vigo the Carpathian. I think, no, he wasn't actually him, <laughs> no, but yeah. He, he, wasn't, looked, he, looked, he looked exactly like Vigo the Carpathian. He did look exactly like him. All right. I Meanwhile, get, poor I Lincoln Chafee looks like the Purdue chicken man from the commercials. And he acted like him. I said this in our live blog, which of course you can follow for every debate, except the last one we didn't do one, but almost every debate. Uh, do you know that it's weird how these debates are kind of spaced out? Uh, there's there's like half as many Democratic debates as there are GOP debates. Maybe not literally half, but I think there's like five Democratic debates and like nine or ten GOP debates. Oh yeah. Well, you see that you hear about that one Democratic uh, National Committee member who got she got banned from attending the debate because she called. She was like, "We need to have more Democratic debates." They're like, you're uninvited. Yeah, but is that, <laughs> is that surprising? I mean, of course they're going to do that. They don't want people speaking out against it, and they well, have all the power. It's I mean, they do. Yeah, it's it's just so ridiculous. So it's like if if. 
it's a good thing to say, oh, I want my party to have more debates, though. It's like, if you're going to, if she was like, this is too many debates, we should have no debates, make Hillary Clinton queen. You know, that to be something you're like, you know what, maybe you're not for us. But to call for more is a, <laughs> ostensibly a good thing. I agree, but uh, it's not a uh, not a logical society we live in. No, it, it is not. Um, back to who's best on foreign policy. Do we ever figure that out? I mean, I, Jim Webb seems like a reasonable person overall. So, like, I want someone who seems to think things through, you know, in charge of foreign policy. I guess, but as as they say, I think I think I would feel most comfortable with uh, Jim Webb's finger on the uh, nuclear button out of everyone on stage. You want it probably. Or don't? Probably least comfortable with uh, Hillary's finger on the button for sure. I would Definitely, not, yeah, would not want Hillary um, in charge of our uh, our well being overseas and uh, all that. But yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, Bernie would be obviously much better than Hillary, of course. Um, O'Malley, uh, uh, Brian seems to like him for him calling out uh, the Iraq War for his John, 12, Ke- John Quincy Adams quote. Yeah, he also <laughs> look. He also called out Hillary on her flip flopping early. Oh, the another day. another leading. I like this. Edge, uh, <laughs> I like this spunk. I th- thought that he was just had this death stare. Like he, I guess he was. Like a lot of these candidates talk to like the camera because they're talking to the audience. They're trying to talk to the people at home. Uh, but O'Malley would like stare. I guess he was staring at Anderson Cooper. Like he was. It was like he was talking directly through Anderson Cooper the whole time with this kind of death stare. It seemed to me. So um, I don't know. He seemed. He seems kind of crazy to me. By the way, reviews <laughs> of Anderson Cooper. What do you think about Anderson Cooper, Mark? Gotta love that man's glasses. Odie, what do you think of the coop? I mean, I thought he was pretty well prepared, actually. He no, had, uh, I, I, yeah, that was my joke answer. My real answer was I, I thought he did okay. He did pretty well. I mean, like, he was yeah. he was asking some hard questions, and he was like, you didn't answer the question. Answer the question. Like, yeah, he he'd be like, in good. fairness, this question I asked is totally not what you just answered. Right. So, uh, but he did it in the more political way. And I like that he got on Hillary a little bit more, too. He's like, uh, okay, in fairness, Miss Clinton, but uh, you are flip-flopping, like, all the time, pretty much. And yeah, She's like, uh, oh, well, and she played that damn, I hate that card, that, well, I have, my, she says I, she's been principled her entire life and oh, consistent God, yeah. her entire life. But as she receives new information, you see, it's the new, this is my favorite, uh, new, slash, New polling numbers favorite. is the new information, Yeah, that's my favorite, least favorite line that politicians use when they say, oh, but then I had new information, and they use it to justify literally anything, usually foreign policy, but it can be anything, gay marriage. I don't know what new information she got about <laughs> gay marriage. Yeah, she learned new things about it. She, uh, she got a gay friend, maybe. I don't yeah, know. maybe, because well, she I mean, used to be look, opposed to it. Most people don't realize that. She was strongly opposed to it. People should be allowed to change their opinions. Sure. Don't get me wrong, but it's just so I mean, coincidental that they If you saw some of the change... shit I was saying 10 years ago, it would look pretty bad. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. I, mean, I won't even tell the people here. 10 weeks said. ago. Please don't talk. <laughs> No, but I mean, you're like, yeah, you should be allowed to change your viewpoint. But again, it's just coincidental that it only changes when it's like election time or it's, it's politically expedient to change it in, in order to seek power. You know, it's it's never just an organic change with the Clintons. Yeah, I mean, and the most recent one was the, the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, right. but she was... You know, she was all, what was, I, I see, I, I can't even keep track. She was against it, and then... She voted against it 45 times and was touting it as a fact that she was involved in it. And I was talking to my boss earlier today but about now this, she's he's against a huge it, Hillary right? supporter. And she's a, against it now. Oh, now she she's was, against she was it. For, she was for it originally. For she all, was, forever. Oh, all yeah. for it. She helped negotiate it. And right. again, this is how Democrats can talk themselves into anything. You know, like any of us can, t- can rationalize it. Well, in fairness, away. Republicans do it too. No, let's I not, say any of us can. A... We all can rationalize it. 
But, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, but she, it, it just got disclosed that so she just found out all the information. I'm like, if she was helping to negotiate it, she probably knew a lot of it. She was crafting the information. Like, give me a break, <laughs> you know? I mean, come on, man. What do you, how, how deep do you have to dig the well to stick your head into? Two feet? Hey, let's let's play a fun little game for a minute. And as we mentioned, we had a Lions of Liberty drinking rules for this uh, drinking game rules for this debate. Yep. Let's just try to go down these and see what actually happened during the debate. All right, sounds and, uh, good. Do it. We may or may not be pleasantly surprised. Until see if we can remember who brought it up. These all came up with, in Brian McWilliams' mind. So he just thought of these things. He thought he thought he might hear, and we'll see if we heard him. So let's let's just check him off. Number one, Hillary Clinton is caught touting a, a new position she was adamantly against previously. Yeah, Nick, what was it? Medical well, marijuana, right? Medical marijuana. Uh, the TPP, of course, is another one. Gay yeah. marriage is another one. How about justice reform? You know, and there's a name. They, choose your own adventure, really. There's there's four to five of them that come up at any point in time with Hillary Clinton where she's flip-flopped. Was, was tonight the first time she came out in favor of medical marijuana? Because I, I never remember her talking about that. That's what I was asking. Yes. That seemed crazy yes, to me. it but. totally was. And at the time, I wrote the breakdown of Hillary Clinton for our presidential, you know, uh, liberty breakdowns for every candidate. We got to give Jim Webb The good, Webb bad, one. and the liberty. Jim Webb needs one, and also, there's a few that and need And maybe one. the chafster. Maybe the chafster. He might have earned one tonight. Yeah. I mean, there are only five. Maybe years. Martin O'Malley. Yeah, that's yours, pal. McWilliams is for O'Malley's. That, that is, that's why. It's the Irish thing. That's why, you're, that's why you're pro-Malley. I heard, uh, I heard O'Malley's actually dropping out tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Although there's O'Malley for Obama in the beginning. Everyone's making their O-face. But, um, so, uh, that, I think that was a joke, everybody. So. It was a joke. Hey, Daubert, evidence of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, yeah. She, oh, so medical marijuana. So, yeah, so Hillary Clinton, she basically, every time she was asked about it recently, she gave, like, no opinion or, like, oh, I have to consider it. Oh, I'm thinking about it. And, of course, tonight, though, because everybody's for it now, now Hillary Clinton's for medical marijuana. So anything, it just, it's just which way the wind's blowing, man. And she will go, she is a leap in the wind. She is a tag in the wind. All right, so we can check that one off. Next one, anyone brings up the incorrect, as Brian stated, Need for more Americans to go to college. Ding, 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 ding. I think well, at least Bernie and Hillary were both talking oh, about that. Oh, they were railing on and on about that. That's right. Hey, this is one of the things I point out. Bernie's like, free college. And it's like, nothing's free, man. Like, what do you think? You like to say free. Love like is some- free, brah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Isn't I don't it? think I don't think teachers are getting paid in love. And if love, they are, love, uh, I saw a movie about that called Easy A. Love. So. You can get arrested for that in teachers. What, for singing Bad Beatles? No, for for performing your job based upon the love you receive from your students. Oh, yeah, you do. Especially the younger kids. It happens. Yeah, so I mean, but it's like, wait, all that money's coming from somewhere. It's like, give me a break. You know, free college. Well, no, bullshit. it's going to come from the billionaires. We already, they, he, right. He laid it out. <laughs> don't mind don't mind all these uh, hundreds of thousands of kids sitting around uh, on their parents' couch having attended college with thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in, uh, in debt. Yeah, don't mind them when we have don't have enough plumbers or electricians or uh, regular blue-collar workers because everyone's going to freaking college. But yeah. Yeah, just keep jamming that funnel. Keep jamming that funnel. Everyone's going to college. They're getting out, realizing there's no job they're qualified for with their liberal arts degree. 
and then they live at home with their parents, and then they try to get minimum wage jobs, but they can't get those because they're getting crowded out of those. Right. Because people that didn't go to college are smartly learning the skills beforehand. Some of them, they're be- they're the ones becoming the, the mechanics, the plumbers, etc. And the people that are wasting their time in college, I mean, look, we had a good time in college. I, there are reasons to go, but the idea that everybody needs to go no matter what, even if they have no aims or goals or thoughts about what to do in life, well, that's just silly. Well, the people that don't go to college are the ones getting the jobs. And, of course, by people, I mean robots. Right. Because they're replacing everybody that, that everybody instead of paying $20 minimum wages. And you know why we're qualified to talk about this? Because we all went to college. No, I'm just kidding. We did all go to college. What did it get us? <sighs> I, I'm still paying my student loans. This podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is where it got us, guys. Drinking and talking about stuff. Basically doing the same thing we did, oh, some 12, 15 years yep. ago. Drinking old smuggler. Only now Not even good whiskey. Now we're recording it, and now we're blasting it out to the world. Yep. Um, hopefully more people are listening to us now than then. Hopefully a lot of people in college are listening to us, and they're like, you know what? I am wasting my money. <laughs> I'm out of here. Doctors need to go to college. The rest of you don't. I don't need to go to college for what I'm doing. God, oh, I, I think I, I think it's just, it was a good time. That's about all I work. for me. In the TV industry, and I'd say about half of the people I work with are like me. They went to college. They might have studied video production. The other half didn't and just learned everything that I do uh, by learning it. The same way I learned apprenticeship. it. Well, apprenticeship is something that has like, disappeared because especially now, it's like you have to pay minimum wage of $15. It's like, who's going to take on somebody to have them learn the ropes at $15 an hour? And then you have these Hollywood interns that were like suing for... They were interns, but then they went back and suing or suing saying we should have been paid because... We should have. We were doing things above what an intern should do, or, and stuff like that. And it just gets all complicated. How about you just let people make whatever agreements they want with us? Right, people? exactly. How about that? How about it's you're in one, you're crazy? in an industry that's so desirable. There's four thousand people that would kill to have the opportunity you have. Yet you're whining and you're suing somebody now. Fantastic. Exactly. exactly. Odie didn't make it in Hollywood. That's why he lives in Pittsburgh still. I made it to California, but yeah, yeah. you did make it. Not really Hollywood. You're still an hour. You're an hour out of town. And that is where you had liberty spark within you by myself and some <laughs> That's whiskey. True. So you were here for a reason. If you're one of those people, yeah. that what did you? That what did you shit. name your your kid? By the way, Ruby. Line Ruby. Line of Liberty Overman. Oh, okay. Ruby Odie is her name. Ru- Ruby O. <laughs> yeah, she's a yeah, she's a gem. <laughs> Ruby O. Oh my God. Ruby O. Your baby's Hello. name is Ruby O. <laughs> oh no, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, you oh, idiot. We got a cold open, folks. <laughs> oh God, I hope he wins now. Just for that, people will totally think you named your baby after him. <laughs> he, he will. will Here's he my baby. What's your what's your baby's name? Ruby. Oh, that's why I didn't run. Because <laughs> your ears. Your yeah. Ears. Yeah. No, it's tough to. I mean, just ask Ross Perot. You can get gain some traction, but it's tough to make it all the way with big ears. Now, here's a chart on ears. Just a fact. All right, let's keep checking down this list. And I'll, I think all these might have happened. Hillary references her time as Secretary of State. Ka-ching. Done. Jim Webb says he was in the Marines or Secretary of the Navy. Done. Yep. Someone opposes the Iran New Deal. Yep. Yep, Jim, Jim Webb. Webb. <laughs> let's, let's pause on that for a second, because... To me, Jim Webb seems reasonable in many ways. He's talking about, you know, it's ridiculous that we shouldn't be in Syria. There's Here's laying out some of the good reasons that it's true that that the Syria thing is going on. But then he's, he names one of the reasons as the Iran nuke deal. He's, he's blaming the current actions of, you know, Russia going after basically what are some of our assets in reality. Some of the, the terrorists that mm-hmm. the United States has been arming and funding over the last few years to try to take down Assad. Uh, they sort of merged with... Um, what, what are these guys? ISIS? They have sort of merged with ISIS, many of them, so now they are the target of the Russian government, which is backing Assad. And he's somehow tying this into the Iran nuke deal, which I don't understand. I don't either. In any because way. Russia's aligned with Iran. Russia's aligned with Assad. Russia's, they're on the same side here. Nothing. He's saying maybe it strengthened Iran's position in the region. 
there. I mean, I, I, I don't understand where he's going with it. It seemed to me like he was basically repeating a neocon talking point that this deal um, helps Iran get nuclear weapons. And it, looking at the facts of the deal, that I mean, we broke this all down with Scott Horton. That is just not true. It's, it's a blatant lie. So either he believes the lie or, but I don't think he's that dumb, or he just, you know, he's a little bit part of this military establishment that yeah, well, has to take a hawkish like position against Iran, which is yeah. a little disappointing because he came across to me, he still does come across to me in most other realms as, as one of the more reasonable guys, even on foreign policy. And as someone, I do like the fact that as someone who's been in war, he's got shrapnel in his knee, shrapnel in his head, you can tell he has injuries. I, I like to think he takes it a little more seriously than than the chicken hawks that would just go to war for no reason. So I, I like to think he's he's serious and honest about his position. I just I don't understand his position on the Iran nuke deal at all. Did you understand that at all, Odie? Well, he did admit to killing someone, which was uh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Webb killed a guy. Is how he how he's noted. I to saw it. that. <laughs> he killed him with a trident. But uh, I, I, I mean, I think I missed. I, I don't know. I was taking care of a baby toward. In a, during this debate, off and on, so uh, I, you subjected your poor, poor little Ruby out of this. Don't call it. The only way she can fall, the way she can fall asleep is, uh, okay, is okay. by lulling the, the sweet sounds of yeah. Lincoln. We're Chafee's only allowed voice. to call her Rubio uh, one more time in the show. <laughs> Give us one more. It, right? We'll surprise you with it. <laughs> oh, that was it. Damn. I did. I still have one. Okay, I'm Brian, keeping it in my back pocket. Brian's got one more. Okay, and uh, so yeah, that happened. Do, anything about the Iran deal we want to talk about more? Or we talked about it enough on this show. We just don't get Jim Webb's position. No, it's a summary it, of that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And I liked Lincoln Chafee on this because Lincoln Chafee came and said, I'm sorry, Jim, I respect you, but I don't know what you're talking about. He basically nope. said what I'm saying. He's like, that's just not accurate. That doesn't make any sense. And uh, I'm with Lincoln on this. <laughs> I stand with Lincoln. Hashtag that. All right, Bill Clinton's name is mentioned. I'm not. Did Hillary. I, I don't know if it I was. Didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. You know what? I That maybe she didn't. Me- I, I, I'm she referenced shocked. being Secretary of State. She, I'm shocked. She referenced that she her didn't executive experience it. vaguely, but I don't think she actually said, my husband, Bill Clinton. That's that's amazing. That's amazing that his uh, his term his, yeah, was not mentioned. Yeah, maybe she, maybe she didn't. That is amazing. She's saving that for later. That's the, that's the big gun she's going to bring out when she needs to later in the debates. Okay. Checking down the list. Someone mentioned student debt. That happened. That happened. Or did they, or did they just talk about the cost of college? They didn't talk about the debt, really. Just talked about free college. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe they didn't. Maybe. It's all tied in, though, because, you know, it's, it's all tied in the same thing. The cost, well, they mentioned the cost of college education, so I guess it's kind of around the way, kind of, debt. Yeah. Anyway. Anyone actually knows who Lincoln Chafee is without looking at their cue cards. Now, Lincoln Chafee was referenced by the moderator. But no one else. But he had his cue cards. (laughs) Right. Everyone else. Did anyone else even talk to the guy? I don't think anybody else proactively referenced Lincoln Chafee. They responded to him, but they never said his name. I don't think anyone said, I agree with Lincoln. I don't remember hearing that. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone said, my friend Lincoln. Yo, Chafee, I got a question for you. O'Malley was like, my friend Hillary Clinton. Jim Webb was like, my friend Bernie Sanders. But I never heard of my friend Lincoln Chafee. No. That's how I tweeted it. It was seriously like he was just completely ignored. He was like, you know, from the Milton Academy. Uh, Children should be neither seen nor heard. That's what it was like. It's the rest of development. Nobody watches that show. I do, but it's been like 10 years. God, you I I don't remember that. We're not going to get these obscure Idiots. 
I'm sitting. I feel like I'm on the debate right, stage talking to idiots. Hey, everybody, pause the podcast right now. Go watch all four seasons of Arrested Development. Come back when you get the joke. Buster is hiding press, in plain sight. He's, you know, it's a again. whole thing. They teach you to be silent off to the side. Well, uh, he did seem like he was kind of. Well, he was literally off to the side. And then uh, also, I mean, Jim Webb was kind of ignored. He ignored a little bit, or at least he felt he was, because he was really getting into it with Anderson Cooper. He was doing this whole. You know, he would talk. You know, because it's true though. He had. He had Hillary and Bernie going back and forth for 10 minutes, and then suddenly Jim Webb talks for his allotted minute, and Anderson Cooper's like, all right, that's your time. Thank you, thank you Jim. And, and he's yeah. like, thank you, thank you, he, thank you, Senator. That was his favorite line. That, that must have been said, like, we should add that to the drinking game next yeah. time. How many times he'll, he'll thank you, Senator? Or Thank you, yeah, I drink every time a thank you, Senator, a thank you, whatever is said is a good idea. Yeah, they, they were kind of, they were getting a little testy, Anderson and Jim. I, I sensed some tension there. Anderson yeah. actually said to him, Jim, you agreed to these rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, true. I wonder if I wonder if they tell him beforehand. Well, you're going to get this much less time than everyone else. And yeah. <laughs> Jim, you you agreed you would get like ten percent of the time. Okay. Well, it's like in the first GOP debate when Rand Paul was uh, was coming off the cuff, and then you can see in the second half of the debate after they took a commercial break, he was much more subdued. Like they had been like, "We are going to cut your mic." Yeah, and and uh, Jim Webb even mentioned something about equal time. He's like, oh yeah, he like kind of mumbled it though. He's just kind of like, yeah, I guess equal time. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's just like screw these guys. Uh, he did seem to get like more towards the end though. His aggressiveness seemed to actually work. Yeah. Whereas Lincoln was just kind of like, hey hey. <laughs> and the, I really did enjoy skipping ahead a bit. This is not a chronological recap, in case you guys didn't notice. Uh, I loved Lincoln's like last little like hoorah like he was he finally started to get a little excited when they did the closing statements and he's like because i was mayor and i was governor and we can do it yeah. it's just like woo! <laughs> I was like all right a little fire from this guy um who was that democratic candidate that got all fired up at a rally and was like Bah-gah! oh yeah that, that was howard was dean the best howard dean. howard dean oh he was the best <laughs> i love that that i actually supported i didn't like campaign for him but i liked howard dean in that election cycle. I, I didn't know that. And that was 2004. That was a right. Yeah, he was 2004. That was 2004. That was yeah. That one yeehaw, like, just tanked his campaign. I don't know if I would have classified him myself as a libertarian. I was definitely, like, leaning in, in that sort of direction. I don't think I thought about it philosophically, but I was definitely, like, hated John Kerry and all the establishment guys. Yeah. And he was the one guy that seemed like, all right, you're not that bad. You're, like, against the Iraq War and, you know, all that stuff, which Kerry became against, of course, eventually. But yeah, I voted. What'd you guys? What? Let's take a little poll. How did? How did you guys vote in two thousand four? I think I can probably guess all your answers, but let's see. I voted. Let me see if I'll get you say it, and I'll tell you. And I won't lie if I was right or wrong. All right, uh, I did vote for Kerry. I. That's what I thought. Odie. I voted for W. That's what I thought. Ah, uh, you idiot! I have both you pegged. <laughs> I <laughs> voted for the Libertarian candidate Michael Badnarik the first time I ever checked the L box. Go ahead, throw your vote away. <laughs> <laughs> because I that was when I became so disillusioned with my choice between Bush and Kerry, and that's what got me thinking. And I don't even know if I knew that much about libertarianism. I know that they seemed that seemed better, and I was just like not going to vote for one of those two. I was just determined. It was either I, that or don't vote. So. I agree the Libertarian candidate would have been better. I just, I hated Bush after what, you know, what had become of Bush in the four years after his first presidency. <laughs> I hated him so much that I could not stomach voting for him again. Yeah, but so Will Ferrell impressions. Four more years of Will Ferrell Yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I, I actually just had a flashback now. Talking about 2004. So I'm in college at that time. Acid flash, but you're still in college then, yeah, man. Yeah. Way older than you so, are. Yeah, he's two years behind us. So I, I forget. Oh, I was, you know, in the fraternity house down in the basement. I forget what we were doing down there, playing some drinking game or something. Most and, likely. Uh, 
Most likely. Most likely. Not much has changed. Now we're just playing a drinking game with <laughs> we're still playing a drinking game with the, the Democrat debate. And yeah. I, I remember coming upstairs and there's a bunch of people watching the uh, election results roll. And I think it was for the, the overall election, uh, uh, Kerry and uh, Kerry and Bush and Dom Sedoti, the snake, is sitting there all pissed off and angry because George Bush was winning. The fourth mm-hmm. founding member of Lions of Liberty. This is actually a, a, quite a crew. We've got Another three Milton the, man. We've got three of the four founding members of <laughs> Lions of Liberty here today. And the fourth is Dom Sedetti, who you just mentioned. So a little history lesson for you for you newbies. We can maybe link to some of our old podcasts where we, where we discussed how we all came together. Maybe. You know, I'm, I'm barefoot right now in, uh, in a, the recording studio here, and Why? I can feel... Why are you telling me that? Uh, well, I'm going to say because I can right feel the, the dog hair, a uh, clump of dog hair between my toes. And it, you know, it, it, it's kind of disgusting, but kind of lovely. Oh, boy. Man. That's we have disgusting. gone off the rails already. <laughs> it only took 38 minutes, guys. There's no Speaking way I'm, gonna, I'm not going to finish my cake now after that. Speaking of going off the rails. Old cake sounds way worse. All right. Uh, just a couple more we'll take off. Uh, yeah, Taxes tax on the rich. rich that yeah, was obviously definitely... That Every happened. time they wanted to anything funded, hey, Hillary just, Clinton said it five times, tax, tax the, the rich. rich. Yeah. All, that's the solution for everything. You just tax the rich. And they always say tax billionaires, but the top tax bracket doesn't really start at billionaires. Right. Guys, guys in case you're wondering. Oh, it's um, like 150000 Yeah. So uh, FDR, the New Deal, is referenced. Hillary Clinton got this one. She referenced how she wants a new New Deal. Yeah, they always love that new line. New a new New Deal, yeah. And, well, of course, candidates calls for the, a raise to the minimum wage, which, of course, I think more than one did, but Bernie Sanders definitely did. I think O'Malley did as well. Hillary Clinton got it on that train, too. She's like, yeah, we should raise the minimum wage. She didn't say anything specific, but yeah, yeah she was do in it. there. Yeah, she was all. Oh, you had a good comment on the on the um, on our live blog. You said, "Why why is why not uh, Bernie 20, Sanders? Yeah. Why yeah, not twenty why, cheap bastards? Why, why such a cheapskate? Right. Why not twenty five? Yeah. Why not a hundred? That would really help people even more, wouldn't it? Yeah, let's oh, make, let's make everyone rich if it's that easy, right? If I mean, everybody made a hundred dollars an hour, no one would have to work. Oh yeah, no. Wrap one, your brain around that. No one would ever be poor. All we have to do is keep. That's it's so illogical. Oh yeah, no, we'll pay people more, then no one will be poor. It's like you realize that. As the prices go up, that people can afford the wages, you know, like everything else goes up, it gets more expensive, right? That's called and the free where's market. Where's this money coming from? The more, yeah, and I'll say exactly. Where's the money, money coming from? It's the scene and the unseen. What you don't see are the jobs that never come into existence because it costs so much to get. You know, and what about this paid leave thing? Now, this is already a thing in California, but I mean, Bernie wants net to. This sounds on the surface like if you're just someone who's not immersed in politics and you just, you know, you just kind of maybe you watch the debates and then you kind of vote based on whatever you end up thinking, but you don't really think things about things too deeply, which probably um, is most people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it sounds reasonable. Like, yeah, of course you want. And Bernie says we're the only country, the only developed or he kept using the phrase like major country and like, I don't know how he where the line is. of that, advanced, like, he Yeah, he would say country. the only advanced country that doesn't have like universal health care, it doesn't have universal universal paid leave like i don't know there's like 20 countries that do so i don't know what like advanced countries he's where where he's drawing that line anyway but um you know so, but he it sounds on the surface like yeah of course people should have paid leave and and you know should get to take time to raise their child and all that and that, yeah i think people should raise their child but that's not what he's saying <laughs> he what he's actually proposing a law where a business must provide x amount of weeks of pay to to employees to to raise a child and that's a different thing from saying someone should do something it's this whole thing where you have to people run to the government for everything they want to see in the world but i mean if you have a new business and i'm you know let's say lionsofliberty.com i can't afford to give you guys paid leave like odie's not odie's on unpaid leave right now can you guys believe that from, yeah. from lionsofliberty.com 
In fact, um, I'm always on unpaid leave, but I'm actually well. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different point. I'll well, you're just not on leave. You're just usually not paid. Just unpaid. The point is, uh, you know, a benefit that a business gives you, whether it's done in forms of salary, in forms of agreed upon paid leave for certain situations, of unemployment insurance. Of course, that's managed by states, but in a in a different world, that could be something else offered by companies. You know, sort of a guarantee against losing your job of X amount of weeks of pay. These are all ways that, that companies can eventually compete and try to you know get the the best employees over. But when you mandate it across the board, now you're really you're really hurting smaller businesses that are just trying to struggle and get anyone to work for them. You know, like the, the startups that are just trying to get people in there that don't have much behind them that are maybe offering their employees, you know, future, you know, future stock options or what have you. They don't have anything to give right now. They're just growing. You can't guarantee someone eight weeks off if you don't have, you know, you don't have profits coming in, you know. So it's it, well, on the surface, that, it sounds reasonable. But... Well, it's also it's not only that. It's also the time. Any time, you know, OK, this person's going to be out. Now you have to spend man hours doing research, hiring somebody else that's going to replace them. It's doubtful you're going to find somebody that can come and sub in to, to replace that person. Unless it's kind of a, a low-level job. If it's somebody higher up and you're a small business, yeah. you got to find somebody in a short amount of time to replace them that's going to do the job in the same way. Impossible. Because no one's going to take that job that's only going to do it for eight weeks and be gone. And then what if a company calls, uh, you know, hires a new employee, spends all the time and, 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 and money it takes to search for and hire an employee and bring them aboard. And then the next week they say, oh, hey, I, I'm pregnant. Actually, or or even worse, I just found out I'm pregnant. I I'm actually four months pregnant. Guess what? Or whatever. Maybe, maybe that's ridiculous. Well, you got to have the baby to get the, the time. Right. I'm, I'm I'm saying, but you know, <laughs> they they could ha- they could hire an employee not not realize that suddenly they're on the hook for months of their vacation when they've barely no, been at that company, barely contributed anything yet. You could hire those people that have toilet babies, and those who knows, and then boom, toilet baby. And look, most companies do have paid leave. No, you know, know, most major companies do have paid. Well, most most have, I maternity. think mostly or all at least have paid leave, maternity leave, but. Not many have paid paternity, paternity. leave. I didn't yeah. get any uh, extra paid paternity leave outside of a regular uh, paid time off or vacation and, and holidays. Um, well, that's a damn crime. We got to get Bernie in there to fix that. For yeah, me. but I mean, yeah. I think I mean, I think people, you know, people's hearts are in the right place. You know, I think sure. it's a good it's a good thing that people, you know, mothers want to be home with their with their children to raise their children after they're born. That's good. Yeah, but going to try to get the government to initiate this change is the problem. I, I think I wrote an article, God, probably maybe when we were in the in the old format on the old blog on Blogger about Wow, that's way back. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if we I'll try to find it to put it in the show notes if it even exists and I just I might have just written it in my mind. Everything we've ever written. Little is. Rubio was just a twinkle in your eye back then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he used it. <laughs> all right, we're all done. She, it's banned. It's the perfect I time. I can't even say what's banned. <laughs> it talked it talked about like I'll just, just just real quickly the um Sort of uh, how the devaluation of currency in the Federal Reserve uh, by the Federal Reserve has made it more necessary for families, for both the father and mother, to work. So that's uh, you know more children going to daycare, and uh, has led to this you know experience where the mother can't stay home. They they have to work. They have to get paid leave. So rather than addressing one of the problems causing that, i.e., the Federal Reserve, people look to another you know form of force, another form of uh, extortion or coercion to uh, to solve the problem. So I, I think people's hearts are in the right place, and uh, that's that's where Republicans drop the ball. They'll just uh, you know they'll say it's yeah, it's not it's not economical. It's not. But they'll dismiss it all together. Yeah, they'll, you, you they'll need to you the need concept. To, people have a point. I mean, I think there's a point here, but uh, we're we're missing the solution. Mm. Yeah, and that's what is annoying about 
not just Republicans, but what, what I might call vulgar libertarians. Or the, this is a, a Konkin term. He used the term vulgar libertarians to describe libertarians that just, they act as if we live in a free market economy uh, all the time. And they say, oh yeah, I'm just against the minimum wage and it's fine. Like, I'm against it too. But they, they just act like, you know, everyone that isn't working is lazy and a piece of crap and they don't acknowledge that there are inherent things within the system that keep a lot of people from being able to work and, and make their own keep. And that sort of thing. So that's that's one thing that turns me off about most Republicans. Yeah. Is that a slow clap? Uh, I, I was actually but just... Up, but ta- I was me tapping my chapstick against my desk, but it sounded like a, I was slow clapping it's, myself. So. It's not a chapstick, it's a CarMax. Well, what's the difference? CarMax? Lip balm. Chapstick. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Cherry anyway. CarMax. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Here's one thing I wanted to bring up, because it's just... The, oh, God. All right. Is there has there been a worst question ever asked at a debate than do black lives matter or do all lives matter? Yeah, it's idiotic. What does this question even mean, guys? Anybody? Why, know? Did, why did they just say are you racist? Right. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing. It's a trap. It's it's a trap question. It's like it's no. like asking when did you stop beating your wife? Yeah, yeah it's know? more like how long? Tell me how racist you are. Right. Because why don't you lay that out for us. Because the logical answer, I'm sorry, would be. Well, clearly all lives matter, and everybody should have equal rights under the law, and every every it's, life matters as on the equal playing field. It's not an either-or proposition. Yes, all lives matter, and within all lives is black lives. Right. No, but look, there is something to the Black Lives Matter movement, like, in theory, like, the the addressing of the injustices in our in our system, in our quote-unquote justice system, the fact that minorities are in, in, disproportionately targeted by law enforcement uh, when it comes to the war on drugs, when it comes to a lot of things. Uh, we, I talked to Michael Wood, a, a former uh, Baltimore police officer, and he came in and laid it, laid it all out. He talked about how, yeah, they're told to go after, you know, 18 to 34 black males. They're told to look for that because that's who commits the crimes. They're, well, and also well, you got to keep the and, prisons and if that's, full. And, if, and you got to keep the prisons full. And of course, yeah, if that's who you're looking for and every if, if whites and blacks have drugs in about equal amounts which is true uh, statistically but you're only looking for the blacks well that's who's going to get that's who's going to wind up in jail and that's what's happening in our country today so that's where a lot it's, it's kind of what you're saying just now their hearts are in the right place in a lot of ways but it's not it's not that black lives matter and then other lives don't it's that all lives matter and and it's when we're disproportionately targeting one one group as blacks are in, in many ways still that's something that needs to be addressed. It needs to be called out, but it doesn't make other lives matter less, you know, at the same time. So I don't know why this is even an or, or it proposition. Is, it is funny just to piggyback on what you're saying. And it's also, you look Piggy at the, you look at crime rates, right? And they'll say, Oh, well, crime rates are much higher in these areas where there might be African Americans or black people. But then to your point, those crime rates are probably higher because they're more prevalently, you know, reported by the cops who are then targeting that specific you know, sector or that specific racial type to go after them. So it's like an artificially inflated statistic that crime would be up in certain areas or in certain uh, racial demographics because of that exact targeting. Like you said, if you're looking for something that hard, you're going to find it. And when you find it, you're going to report it. And then, of course, the numbers are going to go up and, oh, hey, we got to keep keep cracking down on this because this is where the problem is. All right. I'm going to give you a Carmex slow clap. Thank you. For that rant. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Odie, any other points you want to make sure we hit here? I, uh, I know that uh, Matt, I, they'd spent like 10 minutes uh, about climate change, asking what the president would do about climate change. Uh, Odie, I'm curious, how, how much of an effect do you think the president can have on the climate? Well, let's see. So Barack Obama's been president for, what, seven years? Um, has the climate, has he had any impacts on the, on the climate? Have, well, have if you believe any? that government and 
policies such as that do affect the climate, then he must be responsible for um, any hurricane that's happened since it's, then, right? It's, uh, it's, uh, or lack thereof. Tsunami, uh, the tsunami, you know, not, uh, he did I'm, that too, I guess. I'm not one of those people who's saying, uh, you know, definitively that you know, humans have, have it. There's no way we've caused any climate change. I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, it's a freaking huge world. Well, Bernie Just Sanders like, is sure, is sure though. He's 100% positive. 100% he said, sure. Human and being, he, the climate is changing. Oh, well, I, of course it is. It always is. Yeah. And humans are responsible, and we must pass laws to change it. Right. Yes, and the United States pres- president is able to, to fix the entire world of all – all of these so-called, uh, you know, issues and uh, pollute, pollutants that, I mean, we've talked about, uh, you know, sovereign nations before and uh, things like that. And, you know, without getting into uh, the, the wrong or right time that the United States should uh, intervene in an in individual rights uh, violation situation in another country. But it's, that, that's a tough one. I mean, if uh, we're not even doing it right here, you know. Uh, framing the argument around property rights, um, the climate change argument around the regulation of property rights. So until we get things right in this country, I don't see how we can go around telling other countries how they should be uh, managing their energy uh, uh, manufacturing. Sure. I mean, if, and if there's provable pollution coming from a provable source, then that should be prosecuted, no matter if it's in a different country or within our own country. But this is not what they're talking about here. They're talking about this very vague theory that specific amounts of carbon dioxide are causing specific things that are negative to, and that they have specific solutions to actually affect the climate in a, in a different way. And I, I'm sorry, that's no matter what you think about the science, I mean, you can debate the science all day long. The, the proposals have nothing to do with science. And that, that's right. the problem. Carbon t- trading has nothing to do with science. It's crony capitalism. You know, the, the, these emissions limits have nothing to do with, with you know, the things that they're even trying to address or pretending they're trying to address. Right. So, well, especially the carbon credits. It's like, oh, you're doing the still same around. amount of pollution going on. Yeah, you're just sliding it around. So what's the fucking point of it? Oops. Oh, cursing. That's First S-bomb. No, it's allowed today. What's the of it? It's allowed now. Yeah. And also, you know, we talk about the science. Ever but- since the Johnny Adams show, cursing is just a lot. Yeah, no. There's but, no point. You know, that it's, that it's show really- is awesome, by the way. I highly Thank recommend it. Is- I hope you didn't listen to that around your uh, your young daughter, who, <laughs> who I won't name. <laughs> she heard every word. A little rude. <laughs> that was a good show. It was, it was fun. But uh, yeah, the, yeah, like the they gave us a I good shout out on the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. They spent about five minutes talking about that show on, on the latest edition. You guys should all oh, listen. Oh, sweet! To it. I got to check it out. Yeah, you should. I've had a chance of it. And now we can reciprocate. And give them a sh- and We can give them a shout out now too. Please listen to the Johnny Rocket <laughs> Launchpad. The show's awesome. They basically every episode is basically libertarians in the living room drinking liquor. They drink the whole time. They have a blast for about two hours a week. So I totally think we should go up there and uh, and do a live recording. They actually studio. mentioned that on the last episode. They, they said it would be awesome if we just all got together and did like a live a live show so we maybe should we should it. make that happen yeah i've never been to seattle oh do you want to take a trip to seattle with us uh probably not but we should us, do a, us we, you we rubio a massive, oh i did massive, it uh, live <laughs> re- did it. live libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor at the republican convention in rico's apartment oh yes with with the launch pad and oh, it liberty yeah it's in you totally should do that. were you not on the podcast where we t- planned this out you might not have been actually no i don't think i, I missed and one. you clearly didn't listen to it either well, no, I usually do listen to. I don't know. Well, there's been a lot you of probably podcasts. listen to it while making tom yum soup and like half paying attention. That's right, and live live tweeting debates. Oh boy! All right, anything else we got to hit on this thing? Should we look at these? Um, how about? They talked about the financial stuff for quite quite some time. Actually, yeah, they talked a little bit about the Wall Street and, CEO stuff. And I never heard the term, Odie. What term do you think I was looking to hear that I never heard about the phone? Crony capitalist. 
That's true. I did not hear yeah. that. But I also didn't hear the term Federal Reserve either. Yeah, didn't hear that either. How can you talk about the financial issues in a nation without talking about the cartelized bank that issues and controls the whole currency? Especially How can that Bernie conversation Sanders. exist? Especially Bernie Sanders, the populist that he is. Yes. Does well, he just he, not well, understand it at all whatsoever? Oh. If you'll recall, Ron Paul was trying to get him on board for Audit the Fed, and Bernie Sanders bitched out well, yeah. at doing that. Have you ever seen this, this video? Ron Paul actually made a video, and I'll post this in the the show notes um basically calling out bernie sanders for for chumping on his uh audit the fed bill they're working on it together yeah. but then when it got through committee bernie uh kind of defanged it a little bit and i'll i'm not gonna pretend to remember all the details right now because uh i just got through a two and a half hour democratic debate and i'm drinking old smuggler but i will post that video in the show notes i, I wonder a, i wonder if there's some sort of underlying uh donor um donor thing there where he's getting some money from maybe he claims he takes no corporate money hmm well, he, has no fed- super, he has no super packs like giving him money. Huh, interesting. He probably is just a, at a grand assortment of you know, that m- means moon children you know what or he's something doing. like that, he's random t- cults. <laughs> he's doing it the old-fashioned way. He's meeting guys in parking in like parking garages <laughs> and getting briefcases full of cash. God, wouldn't it be great if Bernie Sanders was selling coke underground and that's how he's financing <laughs> his campaign? That's why his eyes are so good <laughs> yeah, that's all his, the time. His hair's never combed. <laughs> <laughs> he always looks like he just woke up. <laughs> totally. He had his hair he does hair more normal today. But woke than I've up ever like seen really it. excited about the day. Like he's, he's awake, but he's his hair's like crazy. What if he was only forty but he had been scared to death by something and that's why his hair is so crazy white and he just looks like shit. He's just very frightened. How many times he looks like a barracuda question and he responded, Huh? What? Yeah, I know. With the with his uh, his head up to his ear. Ah, what'd you say? Give him one of those old tin horns and put him up there. All right, we got through most of the most of the initial uh, you know drink anytime points in our drinking, but we'll we'll post this again in the show notes. Linesofliberty.com slash. One. Do you guys know what episode this is? I didn't say it, so let's let's see if you guys know. Uh, I'm gonna say it's 151. Oh god, so disappointing. It's not far off. What really? You guys? No, have that's way off. It's episode one forty nine. We haven't even hit the one fifty oh, miles. Man, My, you know what? You know why? Is because I'm ahead. Because I help. I send you those. You're ahead. You're, no, well, I you're listening in the future. I send. I create the photoshops. Oh, so you so know I, more. I send you those images <laughs> that I know that is coming up. Okay. So I'm counting them in my head. Is that that's that actually would make sense because you have done two ahead. Yeah. All right, he might have a point. Oh, do you have no excuse? I, I can't read numbers. So. But you have baby, you have new baby uh, <laughs> you count numbers. syndrome excuse. You have like you have no idea about time and space right now. Yeah, it's, uh, so we have an excuse. One more thing, I just want to say, I'm disappointed. I here's my biggest disappointment is that I really, really thought Hillary Clinton was going to lapse into her. Uh, her southern accent, especially with like the Black Lives Matter. Every time she talks about socialist issues or like anything, if she's campaigning in the Ew. South, she's like, "Let me tell you something. <laughs> I love me some people. I love pancakes and I love good old folks. Who wants free college? Say yeah." Like it's that ridiculous, she and I was sad in, I didn't hear it. I've, I've seen the comparisons. It's freaking. Oh, it's retarded, just insulting. I'm just expecting her to be like riding. Uh, what's it called? A bull riding, like putting a bull riding competition. <laughs> oh my god! Remember that Yee-hoo! Hillary Clinton? Uh, was it Hillary Clinton commercial we saw that somebody made? It was like uh, Hispanics for Hillary. Oh, yeah. That I posted ages ago, and it was. Just, I'll find it. it and I'll, like, I'll post that in the show. I gotta notes find too. it. It was like a guy Which... riding a bull and playing, and he was playing a guitar, singing about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> it's so bad. I do recall this. It is humorous. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Oh, that was great. All right, I think we've talked about this enough. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I agree. Let's do another but, hour. Let's do another as, hour. All right, <laughs> screw it. Let's bump another we're hour. Doing it live. We'll do we're doing it live. Tweet the, I'm gonna live tweet the recording as we're doing it. 
All right. Make some soup. It's only uh, now. We'll do another hour. We'll do another hour in about two weeks when we have another Republican debate. So stay tuned for that towards oh, the end of the goodness. month. How many people are going to be in that one? I don't know. We've got nobody booked right now. <laughs> as, as we just talked about, the, the polling, uh, the polls oh, you, said you, not I thought, to. I thought you meant on our, on our no, show. No, no. Who's going to be on the oh. debate stage? Oh, I don't know. Cruz is Cruz Rand now? Paul. Rand Paul probably won't be. No, he won't be. I thought I, he probably no, won't be. He's, his poll numbers are up. He's above Cruz. I mean, if Cruz is up there, well, Andrews, it depends on if they change the Cruz. It depends. No, he is. He is. That's just in the one debate, though, not in the overall that they look at. They look no, at even more. in the overall, I think he's pulling above Cruz. Cruz is like two point two right now. I don't believe you. And Jindal's, you know, toast. Yeah, I, I thought Cruz was up around like five percent. Well, the last polls I looked at, he wasn't. Okay. We should do this in real time. Well, because like, I read that they were talking about. Like instead, they're not limiting it to ten, but they're they're gonna have less than ten likely now because they're they're changing it so you have to have be have three percent. You know, what so they if, if less than ten are at three percent above, and he's not, but he was at like two point five, so they're saying they'll round up. So anyone that's at two point five really will be yeah, in like the it. debate. I want to see them do it with how I want. They should just use the set from Hollywood Squares, yes, and put them in the exactly. big box together. And if they and if three people agree on like hey, we should all go to war with Iran, you get three X's <laughs> in a row and you win the prize. <laughs> Bobby Jindal to block. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh, Hollywood Squares was a great show, guys. Maybe I'll link to a Hollywood Squares clip too. For, yeah, for all the young kids, that don't know what the hell we're talking about. Celebrity ones are like Whoopi Goldberg in the middle. <laughs> it's going to be the most obscure show notes ever. I can't wait. <laughs> it really is. Some people would say I resemble Shadow Stevens with my current hairstyle. Hmm. Some people, just me. I would just say you look like a douchebag with a ponytail. It's not a po- anyway. Speaking of pony- ponytail, it's in a ponytail is, 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 is right Lincoln now. Lincoln Chafee growing a little ponytail there. Do you guys see a little, that? A little pony pooch. He's growing like a just a tail, like like, the like a rat, like a rat tail from the eighties. I knew growing like eighth grade, like the like the cover of Kid Nicky, the video game that no one will get that reference, but you should post in the show notes. <laughs> you got to send me that because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, uh, look it up, Kid Nicky. It was like a ninja, but he was like a ninja. It was a guy. It was like a guy with a rat tail and. Uh, and you can find the most obscure show notes of all time by heading to lionsofliberty.com slash 149 because this is the 149th episode. The 150th episode will be this coming Monday where I talk to Mr. James Guzman who is in the uh, live blog tonight checking us out even though he... He chastised me for our coverage of the... Uh, no, he didn't really chastise me. That's not true. He just said that people, you know, obsess about the election too much. And that's true. They do. But we oh. do it We do it so we can mock it. Exactly. Hey, everybody's talking but, about uh, it. I will be interviewing James Guzman uh, on Monday for episode 150. He's a great guy. We're great guys because uh, we sat through hours of this just for you guys. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you're enjoying it. Hopefully you're still tweeting our tweets and checking out our live blogs and checking out our drinking games and... Enjoying this ridiculous ride with us because, uh, you know, I do a lot of serious interviews and I cover a lot of serious topics. But uh, to me, the heart of the show is when we can all just get together and, and kick back and just um, reflect on the absurdity of it. Yeah, all. try and to remember we'll, uh, correctly things that are said yeah. in the debates. And, well, no, I don't, we don't try for that very, very hard, <laughs> I don't, I'm not very good at And uh, so, yeah, tune in. Tune in on Monday, folks. Episode 150. Until then, guys, why don't we sign off? I think it's about time. Until next time, guys, live long. And free. Okay, seriously, who's your who's your guy's favorite? Chafee? Martin O'Malley. You were serious about that? No, not really. I don't know. I have no idea, man. Bernie Sanders. I don't Feel know. The burn. Feel the burn. Feel if the I burn. Had to put a gun he's, to my head. Vote he's for insane. One, I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. Really? I agree. But you know, here's the thing. It's like Ron Paul. I'm he had sure. he had certain points where people were like, "That's crazy talk." Like you know, eliminating the Department of Education. It's the same with Sanders. To, if we're gonna play fair. You know, he's got some crazy crap that'll never happen that we don't like. 
So, you know, some of the stuff that I do like probably could happen. Yeah, no. He's better on the stuff that could actually happen. That was my argument yeah. in, in my presidential profile, which Brian never read. Yeah. And I, I got to say, tomorrow. I definitely disagree with you when you wrote that, but I think I'm starting to come around. <laughs> well, everyone comes around to what I think eventually. <laughs> By force. By fo- eventually. They <laughs> By will. coercive force and taxation, just like our government. Mark taxes yeah. people until they agree with them. Exactly. <laughs> On the force of the government. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll right. talk soon. See, See you later. later. Say goodnight to Rubio. Bye, Ruby. Peace.